All right, podcast people, what's up? What's in it? What like seriously? What's happening with you this morning? What is up? Wow, we're gonna get this thing started here really, really, really. I'm talking really soon. Like holy cow, like 20 seconds type soon. Are you ready to rumble? Because this morning is gonna be crazy, man. All right, I suppose that uh, we can uh, like dive into it maybe a little bit. If you haven't commented below where you're coming in from, I don't know what the heck you are doing right now. So let's go ahead and let's begin this party right here, right now. And hello, everybody. Great morning to you. Man, this is going to be some crazy stuff this morning because uh, we're going to be going over, um, like, literally, like, check this out. We are going to be going over the uh, fourth and fifth law of power. These things are like the craziest things, like period, and you might just be a little bit mind blown, I suppose, and guess what? And it starts right now! Alright, decided to do a little cool effect looking thing uh, on this lovely, amazing day, because like, you woke up, I woke up, we all woke up, so we're watching this. Now, if you didn't watch this, um, well, I don't want to say you didn't wake up, because then that would mean you're dead. But uh, there's a quote that really woke me up, Uh, and it was, um, when was this? It was about when I was 20 years old, Uh, and it said that um, uh, the average person, watch this right now. Some of y'all are going to miss this, okay? You're going to miss it. You're going to miss it. The average person dies at the age of 25, but then they literally are not buried until the age of 65, Now, go ahead and let that sink in for just a moment. The average person dies at the age of 25. But then they are not yet buried until the age of 65. What does that tell you? What does that tell me? The other day I was listening to a book by Earl Nightingale called The Strangest Secret. Now, I've had many of you listen to that book over and over and over and over and over and over and over again. And uh, if you haven't listened to that book yet, uh, I highly recommend that you do that because uh, Earl Nightingale, he goes over uh, what is referred to as the strangest secret in the world. He goes over the human mind and how the human mind, uh, you can plant different seeds in the mind and the mind doesn't care what kind of seeds it is that you plant. The mind is like the soil outside. Soil outside doesn't care what it is you put in the ground. Whatever it is that you put in the ground and you water, you are going to reap a harvest of some sort, which that kind of goes hand in hand with what's referred to as the law of what? One compensation, yeah. And then law of what? Cause and effect, for sure. Put something in the ground, eventually over time as you water it, it's going to grow. Wouldn't the same concept go for your mind? Yeah. But Earl Nightingale, he talks about how if you take 100 men or 100 women, I don't care who it is, okay? We're just using the, the phrase man as like mankind, right? So you take 100 men all at the age of 25, and every single one of them tell you that they wanted to be successful, Right? But he said something very profound, and it stood out to me. And he said, 
by the time that these men are 65, one will be rich. Okay, 100 men, one will be rich. Okay, four will be financially independent. Some of you are like, well, isn't that, isn't that the same thing? No, 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 no. No way, Bobo. No way. The rest will be broke. Now, why, did, why the heck are you saying that, dude? Well, I'm saying that because that's an absolute fact. And so you got to ask yourself, hey, uh, if I'm over the age of 25, at what age did I die? Whoa. Whoa. Why are you talking about money, dude? No, I'm not just talking about that. Someone on here tell me that money ain't important right now. When you got this virus thing lurking around and some people can't go to work. People taking what money it is that they do have and they're going to the store and can't find no freaking toilet paper. Come on now. Absolutely it's important. It's specifically in a time like this. You need to have it. Just check this out. If it was in a surplus, an abundant amount, could you afford to do a hundred bucks for a roll of toilet paper? Yeah, I mean, if you needed it bad enough, sure. Would it impact you? Maybe, maybe not. But aside that fact, it's extremely important. Your marriage is extremely important. Your relationships are extremely important. Your fitness is extreme, I'm extremely important. Like you don't, you don't believe me that your fitness ain't extremely important right now. Oh boy. The faster that you continue to take off this unwanted weight, as you do that, your body starts reshifting. It starts rearranging, does it not? That is an indisputable fact. Your body absolutely does that. You start shrinking a little bit. You're fitting in the clothes a little bit differently. You're looking good. You're feeling amazing. Would your immune system be higher? Maybe. Maybe not. But you can't tell me it would get worse. Nope. Now, some of y'all may have some type of like underlying condition that uh, for whatever reason, you just got like the worst immune system. I'm going to challenge you to do what Earl Nightingale says and watch what seed it is that you're planting. Watch what seed you're planting there. Because if you say, hey, uh, you know, I've always just had a weak immune system. Watering the seed, watering the seed. Yes, it may have been a fact once upon a time. But if you water a different seed and just plant it, how many of y'all know that a seed doesn't grow overnight? Somebody on here just say, I. Like, seriously, raise your hand. Say, I. A seed don't grow overnight. But you know what's kind of crazy is that you can root a seed overnight, but you got to know where the seed is. That's the problem. 
Many of y'all are trying to fix a habit, something that's been holding you back for the longest time, but you're digging in the wrong area. A seed's very easy to dig out of the ground once you know where it's at. And if, if, if and when you find that spot where that frickin' seed is, ooh, could we not root it out in a second? Yeah, hello. But then once again, for all my gardeners on here, if you're a gardener on here, just go ahead and like comment below. Or if you're on the podcast, well, uh, do what you do on podcast. Send me up a little bit of water. <laughs> but don't you know that you need specific tools in order to root something? It could be gloves. It could be a spade. It could be those little, uh, what the heck are those things called? The little, the, it's like a little handheld shovel. Someone on here, my gardening people, tell me what the heck that tool is. Okay, boom, put it in the ground and then whoosh, get the thing right on out. You need the proper tools. But just as you need the proper tools, you need the exact coordinates. And so when I go over your stacks, pay attention. Very close attention. Because that gives you the exact coordinates. And power gives you the exact tools. If you have the exact tools and the exact coordinates to where your seed is, you can root that out while simultaneously be planting another seed, a prosperous seed, a fruitful seed in a part of your mind that has very fertile, fertile, I'm talking fertile soil, but none of y'all, I mean, unless you're trying to get pregnant, like watch what kind of seed it is that you're planting. All right, so here we go. That was a nice little kickoff. Probably need a backhoe. Is that what it is? I don't know what it is. <laughs> so uh, as that was a freaking 10-minute intro, wow. As I always do before we get into the nitty-gritty of things. Dang, that wasn't the nitty-gritty? No. Sorry. <laughs> do I have your permission to speak a little bit of that thing called truth? To speak some life. Be 100% completely real, blunt, and honest with you on this lovely, lovely, amazing morning. Do I have your permission to do so? If so, I need you to comment below. Yes. If not, unfortunately, you are the weakest link. Goodbye. <laughs> Get off the video. I'm serious. Okay? I, I'm not saying that to be a prick or a, a, a nasty little dingleberry just hanging there. No. <laughs> I'm saying that to be real. Many people can't handle the truth. Well, when you can't handle the truth, come on back and I'll give it to you absolutely true. For sure. If I do got your permission, take that right hand, close the fist, make that power dot. So whenever life gets in the way, Bruce Lee it. <laughs> get it right in the throat. <laughs> Place over your heart, repeat after me. It's my dot, man. I define my life, nobody else. I take full responsibility for me, myself, and now is all I got. So now I'm going to be my own best friend. <laughs> Today's my day, man. And it will absolutely must always positively be, should we, one, yes, know what kind of seed it is that we're planting, where that seed is, what kind of tools it is that we need to actually root it, but also make sure in the process uh, that you don't get attacked by some freaking vultures. 
And this is kind of why we're going into this series, uh, kind of highlighting out the 48 laws of power, but really combining them with the principles of your empower stacks. Okay. Uh, because how many of y'all know, check this out, that uh, in the midst of progression, somebody around you insists on retraction. Who is it in your life? They insist on retraction. Oh, little Susie, just be careful. Be careful. Megan, be careful. Miranda, hey, don't do that. Come on. In the state of progression, somebody is always retracting. And so you have to come to the full understanding, the full conclusion and, and that when someone is doing something like that, it is time to take them scissors and snip, snip, snip. Like my wife, she's been telling me, go get snipped. Nah, you need to snip them just like that. Snip them like a vasectomy. Snip them. <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> can't do this sometimes. I can't do it. Okay. <laughs> and so who is it in your life that is causing you to go into a state of retraction? Now, uh, the 48 laws of power in conjunction with your empower stack is going to allow you to be fully aware of this. Some people are really, really, really amazing at manipulation, at the art of deception. That it doesn't matter if you're trying to plant a new seed. They're always secretly going to be after you. On the last episode, we, we went over some of y'all have actual family members who are really close to you who do that. For me, it was my mom. Mom, if you're watching this, love you. Take that kiss. Put it in that safe that you have. It came to a point with my mom. And I was like, Ma, either you support me, dude, or you need to get out of my life. And this was the, like literal closest person to me okay like you gotta cross the finger and then go with all the other fingers like yeah close super close because i was in a state of progression she was in a constant state of retraction constant state of protection and it was the moment when she understood and fully realized that hey okay i gotta i, I gotta let my baby go only then was true progression actually allowed. Are you following me here? Some of y'all need to go and do that. Some of y'all don't. We should probably know your stack along with the 48 laws of power so you don't get held back. So you can be pushing forward always. So you're not the one who wakes up at the age of 40 and says, holy shiitake mushrooms, where the frick did my life go? But the beautiful thing is, is that if you're on here and if you're above the age of 40 or above the age of 30 or above the age of 25, I don't care how old it is that you are or are not. You can start right here in this moment. And the beautiful thing about seed and land is that my gardener's on here. I know this is the right term that you got to till it. 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 That sucks, by the way. Anyone who has like the patience to do that. Like, I really give a high five to you. That, that, like, that really sucks. <laughs> but you got to till that land. Then you can plant the seed. Then you can water it. 
But at the same exact time, you need to go and root out the other crap. And from there, like, without a shadow of a doubt, like, if you look at, uh, what was his name, Colonel Sanders. Kentucky Fried Chicken. This dude started Kentucky Fried Chicken when he was, like, 68 years old or something like that. Got rejected all the way up to that point in time. He did not accumulate his wealth until this dude was literally physically about dead. Yes, KFC? Yeah, sure. Pretty good. I don't recommend anyone be eating no KFC, especially if you got some uh, fitness goals that you're trying to achieve. But it doesn't matter where it is that you're at, you can start right now. A little bit of hope. A little bit. Let's dive in to what I got for you today. Hopefully you're getting a little bit of value this morning and we are but 17 minutes in all right i'm gonna read some of the comments if you're uh, <laughs> listening on the podcast well um uh please bear with me or go ahead and reach out to me and uh i'll go and i'll answer whatever questions it is that you got grab that jesus juice by the way here we go let's kind of recap over the past laws now as you can see my artistic ability has grown since the last time that you have seen me. The last time that you've seen me, we had normal stick figures. Normal ones. This is not normal. Look at these lips. You see them lips? Them lips are just whoosh. Them are some nice lips. Some nice eyeballs. Some 10-foot eyelashes. Don't get me started on the eyelash game, because I will go off on this. Oh, there goes my sandal. <laughs> got a nice little top hat, got some big old ears, and then I actually have the arm. I figured out how to make stick figures' arms wrap around to make something lovely and beautiful out of it. Now, you may not deem this beauty. This is beauty to me. It really, like, this is just some artwork. Okay, shut up, me. Okay, so law number one. <clears throat> And if you know these, please go ahead and comment below as I'm kind of going over this, just to make sure that you're on the same page as I am, I'm on the same page as you are, and that we all together can get on the same dang page, make a paper airplane, baby, and whoosh, go glide. Let's do it. Law number one, never outshine what, or better yet, whom? Did you say your dog? If you did, no, that's not the right answer. The right answer is... Never outshine the master or the superior. Spelling sucks, whatever. Law number two. Learn to use what? Learn to use your enemies. And this does, and for some of you, this isn't going to make sense. For others of you, you're just like, come on, bring it on, man. <laughs> some of you, it is absolutely, deathly terrifying to have anyone who could possibly resent you. Okay? What the heck? Why the heck this thing go out of focus? Focus in. Hello. Woo. There we go. Wow. I don't know why things got to be so dumb like that sometimes, okay? So, uh, from 
learning to use your enemies. Some of you don't have any enemies and you wonder why you're stagnant. I was reading a book the other day and dude said, when everything's going wrong and you feel like quitting and you feel like giving up, this dude literally puts himself in a place of humiliation. He's like, it does not matter if it's good or bad. I'm sure you've heard that statement before that any publicity is good publicity. Right. Because you don't want to be the one who's on the back burner. You don't want to be that one. Why? Because the one who's always on the back burner is the one who constantly gets taken advantage of, who gets abused by the 48 laws of power. Somebody, some sick prick, is going to come around and is going to be like, oh, wow. Oh, well, little Timmy, you aren't aware of the laws. Oh, I'm going to bend you to my will then. And people get really sick and disgusting on you. They will take advantage of you. Uh, they may even go to like mental abuse or physical abuse. And then uh, depending on what your stack is, you might develop Stockholm Syndrome. Those of you who don't know what Stockholm Syndrome is, let me give you a little bit of something. So check this out. I'm freaking hot right now. Woo! Stockholm Syndrome is where you become a uh, absolute captive towards whatever it is that is the master. Okay, so like this is where you'll see events of uh, uh, both men and women. They will, uh, for instance, be held in bondage. And uh, at first it's not pleasurable, but later on down the road, it is pleasurable because they literally become a slave to that master or to that situation or to that scenario to where when they get beat or abused, they actually find pleasure in it. And it, it, it's really kind of sick how that works. And there's like a dependency that is built upon whatever that captive is. And even though it's destroying them in some way, shape or form, they keep coming back over and over and over and over and over again thus causing uh, maybe young men and young women who are um, uh, kidnapped, right, at a very young age. And then they proceed to grow up. And even though the cops have been looking for them for years, they're just like, no, this person feeds me. This person takes care of me. Yikes. We don't want to do that. And so you need to learn. I'm talking learn if you ain't already doing it. How to protect yourself from mental manipulation, not just the physical side of things. So learn to use your enemies. Get yourself some enemies. Use them as fuel. As we went over on the last episode, uh, how I went and dropped all my weight and went and be literally became the strongest in my class was because these enemies pissed me off. They would probably refer to themselves as frenemies. <laughs> no, not even in the slightest. And if any of y'all are watching on here and just our secret haters, hey, come out and say it. I love me some haters. Love them. Love them. Without them, eh, life kind of sucks. Really does. Number three, conceal your what?
intentions. Conceal those intentions. Never reveal what you are going to do before you do it. I know this kind of sounds shady and a little bit messed up, but it couldn't be more true. Um, here we go. Your superior enemies. All right, all right, all right. Perfect. So, conceal your intentions. Keep it to yourself. You're trying to get a raise at work. Don't announce that you're going and attempting to get a raise or you're even in school. No, don't do any of that. You see so many people, they're like, yeah, like I'm in school. And like I'm almost done with school. And sorry, I'm a little parched. I'm almost done with school. And I'm just going to flaunt and show that I got, you know, my credentials. And, uh, you know, here's what I'm going to do with my career. And here's what I'm going to do with this or do with that. No. It's a recipe for disaster. A recipe for mediocrity. How? Oh my gosh. Check this out. If there was someone who was watching you behind, uh, behind the scenes, right? They see you're about to get that degree of whatever sort, or you announce that you applied for the job or the position, and it meant a lot to you. But for whatever reason, this person was, they, they, they were there to secretly get you, to take you for everything that you had. They're five steps ahead of you. Because if they know that your intention is to be, in, I don't know what the heck you want to say, let's say a musician, right? Or no, that's probably not a good example. Um, uh, let's use the example that I, I was going to be. I was going to be a uh, occupational therapist, right? So had those people known that that was my path that I was going to be on, could they not have gone and possibly tarnish my name somewhere? Could they not have known someone who they could have said, oh yeah, no, like, yeah, he's almost done with his degree. I'm going to make sure that he doesn't get a spot anywhere. Oh boy. Because people are sick. Like how many of y'all, like somebody has came into your life and they've done something like that. Or maybe they've had the secret intention to do something like that. I have. Literally come up from underneath you and just slip the rug right underneath you. Like, whoa. Holy crap. Wasn't expecting that. And then end up graduating from school. They say, you know, you got this degree, but then you can't find a job. Now you got all these student loans that come along with it. Then you're stuck working at the burger joint. When in reality, you didn't even sign up for no burger joint. Actual study done that 85% of anyone who ends up going to college and getting a degree doesn't end up even working in the field that they end up signing up for. There's a reason for that, but there's also a solution for that. I'm sitting there, I'm talking with my buddy, um, uh, Alex, yesterday, and uh, <laughs> We're going over, uh, he has aspirations to be a, um, uh, you must know, uh, tenant healthcare policy. Nope, I don't. Uh, like I told you, I was going to be honest. If I don't know something, I'm going to tell you I don't know something. I ain't going to beat around the bush and tell you I do, and I don't. <laughs> so I'm talking with my buddy Alex yesterday. And uh, he was going over uh, many 
uh, things in regards to what it is that he's doing. And I know that uh, he would be absolutely cool with me sharing this, uh, but he has this aspiration to be a musician, right? And um, uh, he makes some great music, uh, really uh, driven, really passionate about the music. Um, but then he has these moving gigs that are on the side. And I was sitting there talking to him yesterday, and I was like, you know, Alex, here's the problem. Is that uh, reverting back to why there's certain moving companies, for instance, that are succeeding, but then again, some musicians that are succeeding, then other musicians that fail, as well as other moving companies that fail. It's because it's selfish. You cannot be selfish. You need to be selfless. And that starting point, and some of y'all can agree with this. Some of you, I, I mean, you may disagree with it. Disagreeing is healthy sometimes, okay? But like for me, I don't, and I'm going to say this, I'm going to be bold. I don't support the schooling system. No way, Jose. Mm -mm. Everything else has changed in the past 100 to 200 years, except the setting of a classroom. Okay, now things are changing a little bit because more online stuff, right? But the concept's still there. Students still sitting in a, uh, let's say, a, um, uh, a classroom-style setting trying to learn the same way. No, that's not how it works. Like, I already went over it. Extroverted sensors versus introverted sensors. They both need taught differently. TE users versus TI users. Yeah, they need taught differently. And if they don't get taught differently, guess what? Whoosh! Screwed. Kids labeled dumb in school when they are actually the smart ones. And the ones who actually get the good grades and go and succeed. Now, this doesn't apply to everyone. But we see this all the time. Is maybe you have a child that you know is smart, but they don't get good grades. Could it possibly be that this child does not learn that way? Yeah, I'll support it. I'll support college. I don't support any of that stuff. If my kid, and like, you know, I'm gonna say this. They want to drop out. Whatever, go and drop out. However, there's a but here. But hopefully by that time, when it comes, that they decide whatever they're going to do. They better either A, know a thing or two about money, yeah, about where to put it, about how to make it grow. Because if they can make that decision to drop out, then they can make the decision to drop out of my house too. For sure. And in the event that they would like to do that, Okay, well, how, how are we going to get by with things? What, like, what are we going to do? So, for instance, we aren't just getting by, right? But we are really elevating the game. We're going to the next level. Like, becoming the epitome of success. Hmm. Hmm. Because, for instance, Janice. Janice is a rock star. Guys, if you didn't know this, she's getting inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. <laughs> That's so freaking cool, by the way. It really is. Now, that tells me a lot about you. A ton about you. Because in order to get inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, it did not require a degree of any sort. 
No. Now, to anyone who uh, maybe has one and then uses it and then uses it in a manner that brings them joy and bliss and they're rendering service to everyone and anyone they're coming in contact with, and even if they didn't pay them come Monday, they would still show up, you are, boom, the definition of success. I don't care what it is. I don't care if it, you're flipping burgers at Burger King. And you went to school, you got your degree, and it was to actually flip burgers. And you flipping that burger at Burger King because you love it. That's what you love to do. That's it. Like, that's your stuff. And you are happy to show up every day and then smell like a cheeseburger all day. Like, that's my, oh, I love it. Can't get enough of it. Some people like that stuff. Other people don't like that stuff. Okay, so whatever floats your boat, boo-boo, whatever floats the boat, go and do it. As long as it makes you happy, and that's what you chose to do purposefully. And if they stop paying you on Monday, you are still showing up. I'm going to keep showing. I'm going to keep showing. I'm going to keep growing. I'm going to keep showing. I'm going to keep growing. I'm going to keep showing. And then what ends up happening? Because they loved it so much, because time and money did not matter to the burger flipper. What happened? They saw joy. They saw energy. They saw peace. They saw radiance coming from this dude or do that, whoever. We see your passion for flipping the burgers. You want to be a GM here. What's it entail? It entails doing this, 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 and that. If that person can turn down the GM spot because it takes them away from their love, their craft of flipping the burger, man, from flipping the burger, from flipping the burger, whoosh, ah, ah, ah. They say, no, I, I, don't, I don't want the pay raise, man, because it takes me away from doing what I love to do. And that's the problem in society. Is that... The majority goes to the school. Why? In hopes for a better career, a better future. Huh? And that's why 85%, what do they do? They don't even use it. They're stuck with these student loans for the rest of their life. Then they complain about not ever having enough money. Because they were chasing the money. It doesn't work that way, folks. You render service through your gift. And then you do it over an extended period of time. And then eventually your service becomes what? No longer a service, but it becomes something of value. Janice, the reason that you're getting inducted to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame is why? Because your gift brought value. It brought emotion to people. Yes, you may be making a difference being a teacher, for sure. And I believe that teachers, they do need a, an absolute raise. Check this out. Teachers, nurses, for sure. However, something tells me that if I were to give you a mic and have you perform versus showing up someplace and possibly teaching, you may just go ahead and pick up the microphone, right? I mean, I could be wrong, but you don't get inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame on accident. Nope. And so it, you don't need 
that bridge gap in order to achieve the things that you want to go and achieve. You just got to get off your ass and go and do it. Well, I just, I'm, I, I, I'm, I'm afraid of it. Okay, SI inferior. Oh boy. I'm afraid what, it ever, what anyone else will think. Okay, extroverted thinking inferior. Oh, I don't know if this is the right thing for me. Okay, introverted thinking inferior. Y'all, you remember at the beginning I said it's about knowing the location of where the seed is? Well, if you have your stack <laughs> and you know what's in your fear spot, you can know then, okay, this is what I need to combat. This is the bridge here. The bridge isn't a four-year time span or eight-year or 12-year. For some people it is. I don't know. It isn't this massive gap. No, it's about knowing one function. And that one function is the actual key to your happiness, to your humility. It's also the key to your fear, your anxiety, your, oh my gosh. Don't believe me? Go ahead and comment below what your stack is and I'll tell you. Bananas. Burger Flipper here. Any promo using degree requires more admin and no patience. Nah, boo-boo. I'm good. <laughs> You're funny, Barry, and you are hilarious. So, anyways, hopefully that makes sense to y'all on here. And, like, for those of you who don't know, are you ready for this? Check this out. Check this out. Here we go. To prove all of this. I dropped out of school, more or less the occupational therapy side. Yep. My wife dropped out of high school. Hmm? What? I'm going to say this again. My wife dropped out of high school. Literally two months left to go. And ran away with me. Like what? I had to marry her. Like when she did that. Like. I kind of went to that. Like extent. But at the same time I didn't. I was like ah. But like who the heck does that? <laughs> She's going to get paid to go to school for nursing. 3.8 GPA. Excellent student. Drops out. Leaves and runs away. Are you kidding me? That's freaking bananas. That's freaking bananas. Uh, my wife's actually on here. Everyone say hi to my wife. Hi, wife. How you doing, wife? Hopefully you're doing amazing, wife. <laughs> All right. So I don't know how the heck that got off topic from concealing your intentions. <laughs> but the fact's still there is that you cannot chase the money first. You can't. You cannot. And if that means you starting back at scratch, starting back at zero, in order to get there, you must do it. You must do it. You know, there, there's, a, there's a, a very huge thing I still stand by today is that like uh, in the event that you did do that, 
<clears throat> that's something that nobody can take away. Like nobody can take it away from you. Nobody can. And if you don't chase the money first or chase the career status or the better living environment, but instead you chase the passion. Janice, for instance, you chase the music. Eventually you, you get inducted into the Hall of Fame. How long did that take? It took a while. How many challenges and battles did you face? <sighs> Don't get me started, Jay. Don't get me started. Hmm. If you chase it, it will happen. It will come. And then what's really cool is that when catastrophe strikes, it's not going to phase you. Because Janice, nobody can take away your gift. Okay, yeah, you can lose your voice, all right? But, I mean, chances are you have things recorded, right? Okay, so nobody's going to be taking away your voice. No. Nobody can take away what you learned, the person that you became in the process. And the person that you become in the process is so much more valuable than the piece of paper that you get from trying to bridge the freaking gap. And then end up chasing money for the whole rest of your life. And then wonder why, hey, when the coronavirus strikes, everyone, oh, oh no, no. See some people at Walmart the other day. Oh, oh my gosh. Oh, that had me going crazy. It did. Like major, major major crazy everyone's in a state of panic like man i might lose everything uh okay well if that affects you that is a great fact checker you know i tell my wife i tell everyone like if i lost everything so i can't lose the person i became no i can't lose it neither can you unless you're chasing the money first because you would think that, okay, if we lost this house, if we lost a car, if we lost every penny that we had, if I lost a shirt, if I lost my pants, if I lost my glasses, well, I'd probably end up looking like this guy. <laughs> but the fact's still there. And is that if you chase that, mm -mm, easy disaster can come about. But if you chase your passion, guess what? Eventually you'll be in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Wow. Interesting. <laughs> now we're finally getting to the other ones and it's 45 minutes in. All right. Here we go. Law number four. Okay. Never blank blank. Now you see... I guess you could say this is me. That's kind of weird. All right, let's put a little scruff on here. Kind of what I look like a little bit, I guess. Ugh! That is hideous. <laughs> All right. On number four. Never say more than needed. 
There's law number four for you. Now, what does this mean? This means you got two ears and one mouth. Use it in that proportion. Use it in that proportion. Listen more than you speak. See, some people, um, the, they will go always just speaking, just talking. Now, of course, uh, many of you may be like, wow, this dude just freaking talks so much. Well, yes and no. Uh, in events and occasions like this, sure. Okay, because that's the purpose of Empower. We have a, a, a mission to go on. We have a destination that we're trying to achieve, but most importantly, we're doing it together, right? And so you may catch me rambling on and, bam and bambling on, and it's for the sake of us getting from point A to point B to point C all the way to point Z. Some people do this outside of things that involve a purposeful mission. Is this you? You find yourself just talking a little bit more than you're listening? Anyone who knows me knows that outside of events like this, I very rarely talk. Like, ask my wife. She will say for a majority of the day, I have my headphones in and I'm in some type of isolation. Whether that be in the basement, whether it be uh, me washing my ass in the sink, because there's no more toilet paper. <laughs> Hopefully, y'all see that meme? That was too funny. Too funny. Or whether it be, uh, you know, just by myself somewhere. It might be out in the car. I don't know. But I stay quiet. And when other people are around, I stay quiet. Observe. Observe. Why? Because if you listen closely and you watch closely, you can observe body language, can you not? Yeah? You can really listen. Watch how these go in order. What a person's intentions are to see if they are a friend or an enemy. And you know where you stand in regards to superiority. And you can know if this person is trying to lord themselves over you or if they're trying to take you for what you got, or if they're trying to come up right behind you and just, boom, clip you with the vasectomy scissors. <laughs> and so, like, this uh, this has happened to us um, as of recently, and, I mean, many a time before, is that there would be some type of, like, friend or someone that we let inside of our circle, right? That's why I'm very, I'm talking very picky, very slow to decide, okay, what's, what, what's this person's intentions here? Because we just, we just revealed that there was uh, someone that uh, the intentions that they had were being balled up. And because they couldn't shut their mouth, the intentions were revealed. But it all comes down to, okay, who's, who's willing to listen more? Listening will get you somewhere. Talking won't. Okay? Never say any more than needed. And the more that you do, 
the more ignorant that you come off. Yeah, that's a fact. Um, uh, the more that you expose yourself. Another fact too. Uh, and then finally, you'll end up getting taken massive advantage of because your words literally give somebody a blueprint to you and how you think. And golly, if somebody knew what your stack was, and now we could seal your stack, folks. And make sure that you protect it. Now, anyone can know your stack. Yeah, for sure. But you need to know what functions inside of your stack are the ones that will literally destroy you if somebody took advantage of them. That's what the purpose of this is. That's what the purpose of the podcast is. That's what the purpose of those of you who are uh, working with us as a part of Booty Scoff, right? Uh, to know what your stack is. And I, I, when I busted my freaking butt on making a membership platform with all video content, all everything that you have access to, uh, and I'm not charging anyone for it, uh, to really hone in on all the principles and all the concepts, all the foundations behind what does that mean, man? So that you can live the highest, best possible life that you really, I'm talking really, want to live. So, never say any more than needed because it will reveal your true intentions. You may not think you're a shitty person. Well, I'll just sit here and listen to you for five, ten minutes. Some people, jeez. It just keeps going and going and going and going and gone. Watch out for those people. And if you're one of them, ooh, you might need to watch out for yourself. And how we do that? Shut up. It's a fact. From there, we have law number five. Law number five, and then we're gonna wrap it up. Cool, we're only 50 minutes into this thing. I actually thought it was gonna be a whole lot longer than it. Uh, so law number five, <clears throat> well, before we dive into that, does this make sense in regards to the first four? Does it make sense? I need a yes, I need a no, I need a maybe so. Uh, interaction is mega huge, as I've stated many a time before. Uh, and the more interaction that you give me, the more interaction I can give you. Uh, hopefully you're finding uh, this of value um, and the content worthy uh, that you can apply into your own life and uh, maybe yield some different kind of crop because the seed is planted and we are watering it day in and day out. So Christina said, yes. All right. All right. Christina, you might be the only one. <laughs> and in the event that you are, hey, it is what it is. All right. Brittany says, yes, I never thought of this until you said that. I feel like I can be so naive. Uh, here, hold on a second. Uh, trust someone. Like, if I trust someone, I really trust them. Oh, yeah, for sure. Marianne, yes. Morgan, yes. Awesome. Great. Sweet. All right. Number five. This one's huge. And I'm going to actually tell you a story about this. Um, uh, so maybe you can possibly uh, relate to it. So law number five, so much depends on your reputation. And then the second part of it is guard it with your life. Guard it with your life, your reputation. All right, here, I can actually move this back over to this side now so y'all can see. It so much depends on your reputation. Guard it with your life. Why on earth 
Would we guard our reputation? Could it be? Well, one, does the Bible not say that if you live an honest, honorable, check this out, honorable. Well, what the heck does honorable mean? Well, do your own little definition there. <clears throat> Life, you will gain a high reputation. Why would it talk about reputation in the Bible? Now, we're not even looking at it from a spiritual aspect. This is a practical aspect. This is something that whether it is that you have a faith or a spiritual side of you or not, it applies to you. It's practicality. It's the no shit Sherlock kind of thing. All right. <laughs> so it's the practical application. Why would the best selling book in history mention that? But then mention it in a weird, a weird, very weird spot. The book of what? Proverbs. Proverbs is full of wisdom. Does it not say, above all else, seek what? Wisdom. Well, you know what's crazy? Watch this. And if you have your stack on here, I'll give you the answer. Okay. If you want to know where and what your wisdom is, what to seek, I will tell you right now. You like, it says above all else, above, above your marriage, above your kids, above your career, above your money. Oh my gosh. You've got to be kidding me. Because if you become wise, does not your reputation get established? Yeah. All right. So there's that. Okay. Um, here, I'm going to actually erase this part over here. Do you guys have down laws one through four? If anyone needs these, I guess rewind and uh, we'll go back from there. Um, so podcast people, if you didn't get a chance to catch this on the video, I'm going to highly recommend that you do that because I'm going to be ending the podcast right now as I'm going to share out each one of y'all based off of your stacks, uh, gains your reputation. Wouldn't that be nice to know on what you have to do? <laughs> and then if you know what you must do, then you ought to do it. And anyone who does not do it, sins. Does it not say that in the book of James? Now, sinning, not being from the uh, spiritual side, but the practical side, the practical side of sinning is doing wrong. Doing wrong, not doing right, but doing wrong. Podcast, we will see you on the very next episode, uh, but be sure to go and tune into the live video if you want to go and see a whole lot more. Um, have a great rest of the day.